0: Between our study in the book of Hebrews, we have been looking at Hebrews uh, every step of the way. Uh, from chapter one, now we're on chapter nine. Uh, there's a whole bunch in there. I'm not going to preach a full sermon, so relax. Uh, I just want to give you a little snippet and maybe uh, whet your appetite for uh, going home and spending some time in a cool place uh, with the Word of God and with the Spirit of God. In the in the ninth chapter of Hebrews. It starts out with a description of uh, the earthly tabernacle um, and how the Holy Spirit has come now and uh, made us uh, a tabernacle. We're going to read a little bit about that next week, uh, but read it this week. It talks about the blood of Jesus and just the power of the blood uh, to change us, cleanse us, wash away all of our sin, past, present, and future. What a blessing that is. So if you looked at Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14, I want to read it to you. It starts out, it sounds like a question, but it's really not. It's an exclamation. It's like this, how could this be? How could this be true? It's amazing. So as I read it, I want you to hear that in the voice of the preacher of the book of Hebrews. How much more... Will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, how much more will that blood cleanse our consciences from acts that led to death so that we may serve the living God? How much more does the blood of Jesus cleanse us? Now he talked about The blood of bulls and the blood of lambs and the blood of sacrifices that were brought over and over again in the Old Testament under the Old Covenant. But now because of Christ, the new covenant has made the blood of Christ the final sacrifice, the most cleansing agent there could be that could wash even our consciences. The thing inside of us that, that, that struggles with sin and sometimes gives in to sin and then feels the guilt and the shame of sin can be washed by the blood of the Lamb, by Jesus Christ. And it's not just so we can walk around and be boasting and be proud and be free, but it's so that we can serve the living God. That's how that verse ends. It talks about serving God with our very lives sharing his love with others sharing our actions of love with others so that others can see the love of the father the father who sent his only son to shed his blood for us so we're saved so we can serve we're saved so we can bring the gospel to the world the beauty of having testimonies with our baptism is that that's the beginning of, of, of just inspiring us all over again to share our testimony. You have a testimony like Steve, like David, like, like, like all of these people who spoke here. You have a testimony too if you know Jesus, if you're born again. And that testimony is meant to give you a platform to serve. It may come through your actions, but yes, sometimes people will ask, Why are you the way you are? Why do you love me? Why do you forgive me? Why do you care about me? And it's because we were first loved by God, by our Father. He gave His Son so that we could have life. And in the short life here on earth that we have left, we can share the love of God by serving God and serving others. So the purpose of our cleansing... Is as Ephesians 2.10 says so that we could do good works which God has planned in advance for us to do there are things that only you can do there are people that only you know and can reach they won't necessarily come to church and sit in the hot parking lot but they may be at your work they may be in your neighborhood they may be in your family serve them Love them with the love that God poured so lavishly on you. You were prepared for such a work. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your word and the power of it in our lives. We ask that you would confirm your word today by your Holy Spirit. Inspire us to grow and to serve and to share your love with the world around us. In Christ we pray. Amen.